Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. in Patty's Playhouse on Real Talk 93.3 FM and you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all the others where you can download or upload Google Play. We're going to talk about crime in Tallahassee because it's really bad. I say that with... It's hard for me to say as a realtor because I'm supposed to market Tallahassee. It's a real big challenge for me to, in this case, just tell the truth. But we need to talk about it because if people don't talk about it, it won't get fixed. So we have a guest in the playhouse for Scott, Scott Cowart, my I am business not the partner. Guest. And you, no, I said for Scott. I know. I said, oh, okay. And good. I am not the no, guest. Oh, you're telling the listeners. There you go. There's other people. <laughs> of the playhouse. That's funny. Thank you for doing that. Of course. How are you, Scott? I'm good. How are How, you? Good. How's your week? Always good, actually. Always good. That's a good attitude. It is a good attitude. Typically good. There are moments. Typically but good. But they're brief. Like this rain. <laughs> I love being a guest on this show. This is Michelle Ray is Winkle. Happy. Yes. Michelle Ray Winkle Vasilinda is our guest in the playhouse. Yes. Welcome, thank Michelle. Thank you for inviting me. You again. are welcome. It is fun here. Uh, thank Even you. Even though we're going to talk about a very serious subject. We are going to talk about yes. a very serious subject, which we will in just a few minutes. But I wanted to tell the folks who you are. You're a former state representative for the ninth. Is it the ninth district, which includes mostly Leon County, right? Yes. Yeah, and what else to do? 
What else did I do? What, what, what have you done in your spare time? I have your whole thing. You're an attorney. Oh you're, an a, gosh, you're a licensed attorney. Where do you I teach? I am. I teach at Tallahassee Community College, and I have since 1987. What do you teach? I'm the head of the legal studies program there. Uh, so I teach people how to be paralegals or legal staffers in oh, law nice. offices, which has been lots and lots of fun. Um, I, so you're creating yeah. a trade. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm helping people to get good jobs that have, good job. yeah, and empowering people to do better with their lives. And it's been great fun talking about the law. And I, I just had a great My sister's time a paralegal. My, my direct older sister, she is like nine years older than I am. And that's all she's ever done since she was 18. Oh, and it's wonderful. It's a great, it's a great career. Um, and I also teach a, an applied ethics class that I actually developed. And um, that's a good class. And I love it. Isn't that an interesting concept? That is how to apply <laughs> ethics. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not the philosopher's ethics like Socrates and, and Plato and all that sort of thing. But but it's, you know, the foundations are there. But it's how to apply principled centered decision making in the workplace. And uh, you can use those principles at, at, at home as well. So you teach critical thinking. I do. How to think. I do. And it, it's any anybody from any religion uh, or any uh, ethics background can benefit from this class. Because ethics isn't always morality, <laughs> and morality isn't always ethics. You got it. Amen You to got that. it, girl. Because you got to know, because, you know, your real estate ethics and legal ethics and medical ethics and, you know, the ethics of being a nurse is a little Correct. bit different. All those things, that, you know, those that, that has foundation in morality, but there are different um, avenues that it can go down. So for... I yeah. got into an argument with the staff member at the Tallahassee Board of Realtors Yeah, about, well, that's the rule. I said, it doesn't make it legal. Right. Just because it's a rule doesn't make it legal, and it doesn't make it ethical. Right. No, Just and because the board voted on something doesn't make it fit into those boxes. Absolutely. And sometimes laws are not uh, moral. It was uh, a fun right? argument. Right? It really was a fun argument. So, but yeah, laws like to... are not always moral. What you would think religiously applied morality. Is that what you mean? Well, no. I mean, there are sometimes... So, for instance, in the in the Third Reich, there were laws that certainly weren't moral. No, right? correct. Okay, so so there, you know, we have that, um, and you know, and then there's also when you have legal ethics, and we're going down a little bit of a rabbit mm -hmm. trail here, but but we're going to talk about it more in crime. Right, right, but but for instance, the principle of confidentiality in the law is if you know if you have a client that tells you a confidence, you are not to tell that confidence, and so Michael um, Cohen, right. Well, <laughs> yes. And so there we have it. And some people would find that object, ob objectionable in certain situations. So, you know, you have to really understand, you know, your own ethical code. And we have a piece of that in the in the course. But also That's we talk about virtues and vices and things of that nature. It's great and, to be able to yeah. have a... Uh a venue to speak about it. Absolutely. We use the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen. Nice. Yeah, so which good. is great. Yeah, that's, yeah. Been that's been taught in corporations and military Forever. schools nice. all over the place. So it's a great, great class. Great. Thank you. Well, thank you, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate yes. it. And that's what we're going to talk about today is crime in Leon County and Tallahassee because as you are running for mayor, many yeah. of my friends learned they did not live in the city limits. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, That's and I learned, learned that too. Yes, <laughs> you learned <laughs> a bit the hard way, but yes, also indeed you, I learned you it. You learned that my friends didn't live in it. It was I had so many people sort of saying we oh, were busting run, them run, in, run, run. and um, <laughs> dude, you all have to stay at the home two suites for one night, right? and then you can now be a city.
That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's true. Like everybody's like they hey. weren't they were I had a friend, one specific friend, used to be NPA, nonpartisan, non party um Affiliate, and then he yeah. realized that he couldn't vote on anything yeah. in the primary, which is why I'm not. NPA. Well, well, the mayor's race you can because it's, it was nonpartisan. But if you only lived in, in the this county, city, but if you're not, if you're right, in the county, yeah, you don't get anything. In the county, and and, and the county, um, well, the city map. If you ever take a look at it, and I posted it on my Facebook page early on in the campaign, it looks like a Rorschach te- test. I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, it's got all these little digs and and. Do you remember when they that. extended the city for John Mark's house? Yes, I do. <laughs> and there's been a plenty plenty of that going on. It's not just him, but there's Jerry been lots Reagan of it. it. It's been crazy. And so, you know, you could be right next to one house that is in the city limits, and then the next house is not. So, you know, it's interesting. It is interesting. Well, yeah. if you just tuned in, this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, and... This is what you get for the hour. <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of it. My number is 850-656-0009. I work, and Scott and I both work for Allison James Estates and Homes. And that is our business number, 850-656-0009. And we have a, a friend is working on a new website. We're getting a brand new logo for the show. Grova Creative's working on the logo. So I'm very excited. I'm not one for surprises. So I'm like, yay, I can't wait. So it'll be that fun. Yeah, we have a new tagline. Which I think I'll tell logos you, I won't are very important. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. It'll be cohesive. I mean, look at Indian motorcycles. I, You know, I don't even like motorcycles, <laughs> so, and I would buy an Indian motorcycle. Just for that. Just because. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it is a that's really That's cool how we logo. ended up at Allison and James. Just <laughs> it really saying. was. No lie. Because I was looking for a real estate company, and I didn't want Remax because I couldn't brand myself. So within Keller Williams, where I did work, you can have your team brand. So I was the Purple Door team yeah. at Keller Williams. Okay. So I could use my purple. Yeah. And then and I looked and looked and looked and looked for a company that would allow me to have a beautiful logo primarily and then brand myself. Remax wouldn't. Coldwell Banker definitely won't. It's very yeah. corporate. Okay. And I'm not I'm not a corporate person, obviously. If you listen to me for like one show, I'm not yes. corporate. I've tried. Yeah. And Allison James, a friend of mine was with Allison James. She lives in Temecula, California, and it did. I'm wow. like, this is beautiful. I literally spun <laughs> in my chair, right, Scott? Do you remember? I recall. I was never so excited about, I can use purple, and I have a beautiful logo. There you go. It, and it, I love how it sounds. It Allison Patty, James, yeah. Estates and Homes. It does sound quite, And they don't bother quite... us. They just read our contracts and send us on our way. They don't Isn't that lovely? It's just the way it's yeah, It's a good fit for you. It yeah, is a good fit for wonderful. all of us, I and think. And for Scott. Yeah. But it is a beautiful yeah. logo. It's a crest. Okay. Oh, the crest. Yes, we have the the, the queenly thing going on. <laughs> it was on the Crumbaugh. The, the Crumbaugh started the company, yep. and it's their family crest. Okay, so that's, that's how great. it started. But yeah, that's who we work with, and we sell houses, buy, sell, invest. I'm a property appraiser. Which next week we're going to talk about more appraising and the cost approach and how properties get depreciated a little bit more in the weeds. But today we're going to talk about crime. Yeah. Oh, I did have one thing about real estate before we get into that. I'm very yeah. excited because I was right. So that's always good. She loves being right. <laughs> so CoreLogic, CoreLogic is a data mining company. They're very, very, very large. It's C-O-R-E space logic. They did a study. When we do appraisals, they are mining all of our data. They pay for this. So every appraisal they say is private. It really isn't because they're data, they're data mining every keystroke. And they literally said that Leon County and Tallahassee is a stable market. There's not a 6% increase like there is in the rest of the country. We're stable. Stable's good. Not so great if you're a seller, but better if you're a buyer. So this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. But what I wanted to tell you was there we don't have the wild price 
swings is my point. Something to be said for stability. No. Well, yeah, but the sellers, when you no, go to list, they think their house that they paid 200 for is worth 250 It's not. It may be, but the likelihood is it, it's not unless it's new construction. So it's, there's not a big swing, which is great when there's a downturn. Right. We didn't suffer like the rest of the state suffered with vacation homes and as second homes, retirement, zero, what are they, interest-only loans. We didn't have that those kind of weird financing plans. So I just wanted to say, everyone, it's a stable market. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. But, you know, you can have a little like bit of spice our... in the, and growth, can't you? Well, you have yeah, growth. Right? But if it's you not fix a, crime. It's not It's <laughs> right. not a 6%. It's more like a 1% to 2%. But we have to fix crime. Yeah. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we're just going to talk about thuggery. Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, and I picked that song, Hello, It's Me by Todd Rundgren, because of that lady, that cop that shot that guy in the, ha- in the apartment. It was the wrong apartment. She was on the phone. And she kept telling him to, I don't know what the hell she was telling him. I can't even watch it because it's so upsetting. But Hello, It's Me. It's my house. I'm in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're, and you shoot me dead. It's it's just unbelievable. But that's, I, I want people, you know, you have a right to your pride. You'll be able to live in your home without somebody using their cop gun. And I'm pro-cop, but that was just wrong. I mean, that was just crazy. And she'd had another gun issue before. She'd had another shooting issue. So she shouldn't have been a cop. Right. So. And, and there are, but but there are weird, strange tragedies that happen. Every day. Life. Yeah. It's and just it, we're in 24-hour news cycle. Right. So we get to exclaim it all yeah. day, every yeah. day. And, and use it for some uh, political purposes as well. I know. You know which it's I think so is unfortunate. Sad. It's it's an unfortunate it, Any shooting is sad. Yeah. Whether you're the perpetrator or the victim, it's always, I mean, it's sad. Any loss of life is sad. And I think, I think law enforcement has really been um, highly pressured at this point. You know, they've been very criticized, uh, highly criticized. Uh, just really under a microscope, oh, every yeah. single thing they do all around the country. And it's it's become there's become an adversarial relationship mm-hmm. between, you know, some uh, parts of the of the country and and law enforcement. But but then when you want them, you want them to be there as well. So I just I'm just a little you know, I'm a little concerned for law enforcement and so. a little concerned about recruiting because you bring up maybe she shouldn't have been in law enforcement. I get that. But I do think they're they're having recruitment problems all across the country because of the. the Nobody the, wants to be a, right, a, a, a punching bag. Target, right. Right. A meme. Yeah. And I think that 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 becomes a, a real problem because not only are you risking life and limb every time you go out. But you're also risking PTSD because mm-hmm. they see some Absolutely. bad stuff. I mean, it, you know, that is what it is. Oh, man, you're seeing some lady boiled her kid's feet. Oh. I mean, you're, yes, yeah. she did. In Tampa. 
Yep. And it's so, all Florida crap. It's all Florida. No, well, and it's all over, but but you do risk PTSD, you okay. risk being shot. And but then now, on top of that, you risk really being not only criticized and villainized, but you also criti- uh losing your job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the scarlet litigation. letter. It's, it's, it's all the scarlet yeah, letter. And so it's tough. Even it's when tough you're right, there. even when you're right, even when you're scared, even when the law is on your side, you get the scarlet letter of racist uh, white trash cracker or whatever it is for the day or whatever. It doesn't mean yeah. you were wrong in shooting the person. It just means that perception. And they're always, it's just very sad. And and there is some kind of public relations push uh, moving against law enforcement on, on, on some uh, political. Uh, oh yeah. Because aspect. we'll take it to the bonds. We were talking about show prep, which we're going to try and get somebody on. I have a question about bonding. Bail bondsman, I always thought I should have been one oh, because it'd be so much fun. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if I was bondsman. It's Sneaky Pete. I've been watching Sneaky Pete on Amazon and he's a bail. He's faking someone in the, the family he's faking living with. He's not, but he's faking who he is. Fake identity. They're bail bondsmen. It's, it's a great show. Interesting. It's a okay. great show. But they, you know, they can make a lot of money. But California just voted out. To not have cash bail bonds, which I don't know what the ramifications of that are. So there's more to come on that. But right. I do have a lot of questions about yeah. it. And I think we, we, we should uh, delve into because that. Because people not... call people will call from like Michigan. Yeah. And they'll say, and I'm using that for Izzy Robertson later, because he's got a show called What the What the Tech. Um, and he's from Michigan. So they call from Michigan and say, Hey, I want to live there. Can you tell me about the crime in the area? Well, as a realtor, I cannot tell you about the crime. I can only uh, send to you the information about the crime. So both the county and the city of Tallahassee, the county of Leon and the city have great websites now that talk about crime. You can put an address in and find out if there was a rape, a person snatching, whatever that crime is. So you can decide whether you want to live there rather, as opposed to the realtor telling you. That's I great, can only control yeah. the four points of the lot or five, depending. I That's all I can talk about. And Not that's your ethic and your... That is my yeah, ethics. Yeah, and your, the and Circle your, K yeah. girl can tell you more about the crime than I'm allowed to right. tell you. Yeah. But I only am there to market that house. And outside of that lot, the crime means nothing. True. So if there's a murder in the house in the state of Florida, I am not allowed. It, it, it bears no meaning on the market value. If there was a murder on the home, there is no disclosure. Other states have other rules. Yeah, other states have other rules because I've talked about cases like that uh, in my courses. As an appraiser, it has no material value. You cannot adjust for a murder. Right. And and everyone dies. Yeah, right. Death sucks. We all die. Some people may die in the house. So I'm like, here's a person to come put sage around the house i have nothing i don't know what to (laughs) tell you or a priest yeah Yeah, come bless the home but we cannot you have to do your own uh, Uh, research research on that yeah topic and but it's very important because people need you know they want to live in safe communities um and i think that tallahassee with its high crime rate the highest crime rate in the state of florida is that now they keep saying that's per capita what is it is per capita it is per capita it is per capita so but but per capita is a real number i mean it is a real number so um i think that we need to talk about it and i like the way you open the show by saying you know you really don't want to talk about this stuff as a realtor or as somebody who wants the the city to grow uh or that you want to sell homes you know to, to folks 
Um, but, but you can't but, fake it either. No, because the first thing of changing anything is to be honest about you know where we are, and then you can change it. If you paste it over and you're not being honest about it, you're not going to be able to change it. And so I think everybody really needs to to understand where we are, and then we can all move forward. And and the community not that can NIMBY, NIMBY approach won't work. Do you know no. what NIMBY? Not in my backyard. Right? No, it won't work. And so we have got to come together and figure out how to do this. And and from from my perspective, and when I was in the campaign for mayor, you know, I like good old fashioned, uh, you know, policing. Uh, with some, you know, modernization of it, but certainly you need patrolling and you need to have a police presence and you need to not have your, your law enforcement uh, be overstressed, uh, overworked because of being on too many calls. And we need to really address the fact uh, that recruitment is a problem all over the nation and we need to be very competitive in the recruitment process because we are the capital city of the third largest state in the union and it is not a little teeny small town anymore there's a lot of stuff going on here if you're just tuning in this is patty wilson and patty's playhouse with my partner scott cowart and we have our guest michelle raywinkle vaseline and we're talking about crime a lot of it very much so lots of shootings down by the 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 colleges all of them and those apartment complexes are just i call it telecago and you know what Tallahassee is too small to be Telecago. I mean, you know, in, in Chicago, you can actually go to, to places in Chicago and feel extremely safe, which is kind of interesting. I mean, if you're not a traveler and you don't know about that, um, my husband and I love to go to Chicago. Uh, but there are places in Chicago that are, are like There's a like war 40 zone. 40 kids right. killed a yeah. weekend. Absolutely. I mean- but don't go to that area. But Chicago's big enough so that when you talk about Chicago, the south side uh, is one area and then you know the city yeah. the the, it's the business White Sox versus the cubs yeah right exactly and you know that um but tallahassee there is no it's too small a place so the per capita crime rate becomes really important because we are geographically small and we don't have that you have high four, population if you have four people in a in one crime that's four crimes right. statistically so that's part of it so if you have two people committing an armed robbery, that's two crimes. Yes. The kid, do you remember that kid that they they killed him in the apartment and there was like six people and they ganged up or they set him up oh, and yeah. then they put that's, him in the that, trunk? There was like six people. going on right now. So there's mm-hmm. like, that's six crimes. Yeah. One one victim, but six crimes. Yeah. And that changes the uh, statistics very much so about and, how it's counted. And let, let me you know say this too. I think the, the, the universities and the college have to get involved in this as I well. I agree. Because I didn't go to Johns Hopkins uh, because of the high crime rate in Baltimore. This was well, ages I went to ago. Temple. I mean, this was, yeah, this was, <laughs> right. Well, I wasn't really willing to take the risk. Yeah. Well, I went to Temple for my Lily White upbringing and it was a shock, 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 shock. Yeah. I got mugged right across from See, I wasn't willing Wimpies. to do that, so I went to Sarasota and went to New College. I thought, that's, <laughs> that's a place for me. <laughs> I was born in Sarasota. Dude, I love Sarasota. I got anyway. mugged yeah. right in front of Blimpies at Broad and Diamond. Oh. Right across from my apartment comp. I'm right yeah. across. And then I moved to 44th and Spurs. But the crime, and to say it's not going to happen to me, it is going to happen to you. Right. Whether it's a family member or a friend, it will happen. You will be affected by it. And to say you won't is just a lie. You're lying to yourself. So this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. On the other side of the break, Susanna Vega. I saw her when I played the Temple. See, I'm getting all those cues right. Susanna Vega, left of center, singing this song. On the other side of the break, we're going to still talk about crime. Off of the 
Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Scott Coward in the studio with us. In the Playhouse. In the Playhouse. With Michelle MBR. <laughs> yeah. So much easier. My my staff used to call me Merv. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes Merv. Michelle Raywinkle Vaselinda. Yeah, it's kind of a Former. test. If you can say it. <laughs> I'm good. It's a lot of consonants. So we're talking about crime in Leon County and the city, not just one, not just the other. But right, both. right. I think the, we all need to take responsibility for that. Because the ahead. city is is controlled by the city of Tallahassee and FSU police and the Capitol Police. And then the Leon County is st- statutorily the superior body, if you would say. I don't know how to we say We have a constitutional right. officer. Constitutional. Is the, sh- yeah, the, the sheriff. sheriff. Right. So when in doubt, they supersede. Don't they, the city? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it really works. But either. regardless, <laughs> it's safer to live in the county right now than it is in yeah, the city. Right. But I, but I think, you know, there are no walls. Here. Nope. It's keep and, moving. And it, yeah. And it's um, a pretty uh, small place, uh, you know, as far as geographically that we're talking about. So if there's crime down in the campuses or near the campuses, you know, that that's not that far away Mm-mm. from where... You know, I might live in Waverly Hills, you know. So some guy and says so he, we he, need he, to be careful about this. And, he, and yeah, go ahead. he carjacks and they asked him why he carjacked. He said, I just saw an opportunity. And I'm like, is that not the truest words? It's the crime of opportunity. So he these my kids need class. to learn yeah. <laughs> that too, right? Well, right. that's a whole part yeah, of it. Yeah, right, right. But they need to learn like how to not create the opportunity. That's true. And Lock I think doors and don't I, walk around in a pencil skirt like I did be careful right and i think those sometimes politically if you say that because you might also well you might also say right you did say say it. (laughs) okay but um you know or you or you say to young people it doesn't necessarily have to be young women but to young people don't get so plastered that you are absolutely vulnerable to anybody and anything i mean who would i mean you become like a baby or an inanimate object how are you going to fight anybody off or have you know the the wherewithal to think about your surroundings but if i say that to some folks they'll say you know you're being don't tell me you're being politically incorrect um can but, i speak to yeah. that for a second yes ma'am i had a <laughs> big <laughs> i know but you're telling you're it's good stuff but you're i i was speaking to someone about their brother who they said was going on a wayward path it was a customer who came into the office and i said you are free to commit a crime in this country no one can stop you from committing the crime there's no arrest prior to committing the crime there's nothing anyone can do this see something say something unless you're already committing an illegal if you're building the bomb nobody can do anything until you've actually committed the crime right so we you're free to do that yeah. and yes you are free to be drunk off your ass you are free to do that but both things can collide and yeah. a problem will occur yeah. Yes, you're free to wear a pencil skirt walking across from Blimpies across from Temple, where every home is either boarded up or wearing or bars. Feel right. free to do it. I did it. However, you're also 
the other person is free to commit the crime. The justice comes after the crime has occurred. Absolutely. Not before. Yeah. So if somebody, me or Michelle or Scott, is telling you not to wear a pencil skirt across from Blippies where every building is boarded up in bars, there's a reason. Yeah. Because we're reducing the crime. Go someplace else. Live someplace else if you want to wear the pencil skirt going to the subway. But don't think that there's not other people who are offering to commit or want to commit that crime of opportunity. Absolutely. Because they saw me in heels wearing the skirt and he came up from behind me. Or even or even some older person oh, wearing yeah. lots of jewelry. I yep. mean, you know, th- that is that is a red flag as well for some people who may want to. Yeah, wearing crimes. your rings on a subway right. and they cut your finger off. Yeah. Um, so I think we just need to be careful about where we are. And, you know, um, I guess it was... Um, it, one of the movies that I just watched in it, American um, Sniper, I guess mm-hmm. it was, talked about the sheep, the the wolf, and the um, and the and the uh, sheep dog. And I, you know, that gave me a, and I, and other people have talked about that. And apparently, there's some uh, buddy that everybody reads that I don't know about. But that that but that was a great paradigm for me because I've always thought of myself as sort of a sheep dog, somebody who is wary and, aw- and a- aware of my surroundings and also kind of a you know a bit of a try to protect other people even though I'm you know not terribly large <laughs> <laughs> you're not but it can happen no matter but, your size it's right. your awareness and exactly. it, it goes back to me the art of war the book the art of war yes. the art of war is you don't want to have to live like that I'm sorry that you do I'm sorry that you shouldn't wear this the is not heaven part. This isn't heaven. This you is have heaven. to be self-aware. Yeah. There is some self-responsibility about how you dress, how you behave in public, and it, it creates the crime of opportunity. Whether that crime is a mugging, a carjacking by not closing your, or locking your doors or keeping your purse, and it, it just is always a crime of opportunity. And there's, there's another thing I wanted to touch on, too, because I was talking about the universities and the college getting yeah. involved. I, you know, FSU has just done a marvelous thing by moving up in the rankings uh, with U.S. Uh, News and World Report. Right. And I, I, they deserve such congratulations. But people are also going to think, students and parents are also going to think about, it's wonderful that FSU has done this. And I think some people who are absolutely bent on going to FSU will be here anyways. But if we continue to have this crime rate go forward, some people will make the decision like I did I'm just not going to take the risk. I'm going to go to Sarasota. <laughs> I mean, you know, and go yeah. to New. I mean, it, you know, that that is a possibility. And I and it, if we don't get this under control, that will happen because more the often. opportunity is too great, right? And we, your self awareness won't matter as much. Exactly. And we've got crim, criminal justice people and criminologists at those universities. We've got professors and people who are interested. And I think we need a little bit more town and gown interaction on this. People who can tell us what can we do to do better. My answer running for mayor was make sure we have more law enforcement officers that were fully staffed and that we are recruiting for the absolute best and most well-trained and that we've got them patrolling and, and, and being a presence and around. That was my answer. But, but there are other answers out there. And I don't think moving a um, police, (laughs) police headquarters into a place without having a study. I don't know where that came from. Or why do it move to a place where you have to buy the land you don't already own it? Uh, Yeah, and everybody's saying, "Oh, that will do something." How do we know that's going to do something? I come from a a culture at the legislature where if someone said that, we'd actually have a staff 
study from both on the House and Senate side it, it, to, to show where the, the, um, the, the source material came from, from uh, to, to get to that conclusion. To and just then, say it'll do something. It'll make you feel better, but it may not do and something. And then we get on committee and you've got, you know, 10 people, legislators, asking questions about why do you think that's a good idea? Well, I don't. I didn't see our commissioners do that, nor did I see a report that said that. Uh, so I don't know why moving the police headquarters down to the south side is good. If you're just tuning in, this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. Our number is 850-656-0009. Our website's iHeartTally.co. I have Scott Cowart in the Playhouse with Michelle Ray Winkle Vasilinda. And we're talking about crime in the city and and what we can do, how we can teach people to not create the crime, the opportunity to commit the crime and be more aware. Because we have a lot of police around when you think about the sheriff's office, the city, FSU, the Capitol. We have a lot of police. But you can't you can't fix people who haven't been no discipline in their lives. Right. But my, my sources tell me that we are down police officers. In other words, we need more law enforcement officers with um Tallahassee Police Department and we also have some that are ready to go on drop or that are in drop and ready Which to is, retire. Which is if you're outside of the yeah, state right, of Florida to, yeah. it's a state of Florida term yeah, they're, for they're soon to be retiring. Soon to be yeah thank you soon to be retiring and so those uh, folks there's at least 30 of them and so we've got to up that's, the, a lot. that's a lot and you know when you're when you're at that retirement place uh, sometimes it's an incident sometimes it's an attitude you just say you know, I'm oh, done. No. I'm done today. I'm gone. Bye. You may and not so, put your best foot forward. Well, you know that I I wouldn't say. I don't want to get know, shot three days before I'm supposed to retire. But, but you could leave. I mean, you could just say, okay, I'm done because you know the, that drop situation is you are already retired. You've hit your your years. Oh, it does. Right. Yeah. You've hit your years. You're just you know hanging it, on, hanging on for a little bit of extra you know retirement stuff. And so you know, th- but but th- be that as may, we've got thirty people that need to be replaced at least and so we need to up the recruitment and once again knowing that there's a recruitment problem out there in the united states around the country we need to be competitive and and do that the right way and get the best people and then you and know so many cities yeah. are looking it's yes. really 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 hard yes. right now yes and so we need to give them the tools the recruiters and and the and the TPD the tools to do the right recruiting. The other thing is, you know, going back to this idea about getting the universities involved with town and gown discussions. You know, having some town hall meetings about how to, how do we solve the crime problem with you know teaching uh, young people not to uh, give uh, criminals the opportunity and that kind of thing. And then I'd like to talk about a uh, another um, uh, idea that might uh, give some listeners some pause. And maybe when police approach you, maybe you need to do the right thing and, you know. Uh, Be obedient. A little bit, yeah. This is Patty Wilson from Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit of crime, but a little bit of liquor. What good can drink and do? What you can drink and do. I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Yeah, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. 
down the bottle. Next day, I feel the same. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse, and this is our Garnet and Gold segment where we real tours speak about liquor. Well, it's, so, not, it's not the only time we think about liquor. We speak. Oh, yes. Speak about Well, liquor. it's not the only time we speak because about Because real liquor, tours, right? if you don't know any, we drink a lot because they give it to us for free, generally. Sometimes. We get gifts of liquor. Oh. So I like bourbon, but I'm going to talk about beer today. And Scott, if you know him for more than five seconds, you know he likes a red blend. <laughs> well, these days. You yeah. never know. It could change oh, on a dime. Right. You used to like white. You never know. You used to like white wine. I did. White wine, white wine, white yeah. wine. And, then, and now it's and red. And there comes that day. <laughs> But today we're still on red. So You're on good. red. Yeah. So I went good to for Jacksonville <laughs> for the right. I went to Jacksonville for the weekend, and I went to a Total Wine and Liquor, and I bought a case of the Wicked Blend by Hobnob. And so it's a Halloween. Oh, um, nice. Related or inspired? Shall I Is say? Is it spiced? It's the same red blend. It's just in a different bottle. <laughs> And it enhances the mood because but, it looks good, right? But I was reading the card and I thought of you, and it says that it's good for chocolate, soft cheeses, and barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and since I don't pair, I don't it, pair. It, it didn't mean much to me, but it doesn't mean much to me. It can like go it. with peanut butter and chocolate or something. Yeah, I'll have to bring you a bottle of it since That'd I have That'd be 12. fun. Yeah. yeah, will it go with a French fry? I have the palate of a 12 year old if you haven't seen me. <laughs> I really do. So it's, it was really good. It was blackberry. Nice. It's not a blackberry wine, but I could taste blackberry in it. Mm. I always think whenever I hear some berry wine, I always think of that song, the old song, Strawberry Wine. Oh, yeah. What's, what's her face? The uh, blonde in the field. Yes. Hold like, on. Strawberry I'll wine. Think about it. Remember? Yeah. Yes. I don't know her name. You can Google it while we're sitting. Okay. I do know her name. And I <laughs> so did you? what else me. did you drink? Where else did you go? What'd you do? Uh, we ate at Jay Alexander's, Ooh. and we also ate at uh, Mar- Marciana's, I think it is. The place in town, was it town Square, yeah. And what was Jay Alexander? It is more of like a Houston's. If you've ever been to one in Atlanta, no. It's a. Um, I drive through Atlanta. Like a high end. Do you have of, chicken? No, I do not. You had steak. steak. Oh, yes. it's steak. How do you take your steak? Medium well. Medium. That's me yeah. too. No rare. I'm mm. medium rare. Yeah. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it, it also depends on the. That's our guest, Michelle Ray Winkle Vasilinda. Yeah, medium rare, although. You know, I'm a flexitarian. I don't know what that means. I'm going to tell you what it means. <laughs> well, give her a moment. Set it up for you. <laughs> I often order only vegetables, but oh. once in a great while, I love a good steak. Really? And so, yeah, so I am not a uh, strict vegetarian by any means, shape, or form. So that's why we call me a flexitarian. You just I, made that up? Am I, no, I actually heard it. A long time ago, and I adopted it as my own. So there was this thing on Twitter, which I love Twitter. It's my pure entertainment. There's this, some seafood house or steak and seafood house posted this. They have vegan, a vegan menu now. I'm and it's vegan. this big, beautiful steak with a lemon on the side. And they said, here's your your vegan side is that lemon. That's all, <laughs> that's all you get in their place. Don't even bother. They don't have a vegan menu. Hmm. at this. Sometimes it depends house. on the cut of meat because you don't. It, it often, if it's thin, I will not even take a medium. I will have to have it maybe a little more done because the steak is not as good. Mm-hmm. So if it's a thicker steak, it's Some typically... people like their steak like their tuna, you know? It's like, oh, no. Can't handle all that blood. That's, no, that's I got to have my tuna well done. Oh, you do? You don't like your I like ahi? Mm. Do you like ahi tuna, Scott? I do, but I like it gray. 
Yeah, me too. I don't I'm, like it. I'm, I'm I don't like all you. that pink. Salmon. And I'm, I'm not fond of salmon. <laughs> that goes without I saying. Mean, some, some, just too easy. Some, can I just talk over that? I don't know. I, but, um, I don't think you can. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying. I am crying. But I don't like my salmon um, undone either. <laughs> I'm not going to. Undone? Oh, I don't like it. I like it dry. I don't like yeah, a me wet. Too. Yeah, no moist salmon, right? Yeah, that's it. And I <laughs> also goes without saying. <laughs> no, 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 no moisture in the salmon. <laughs> no, and I like buffalo. Oh, you do? Oh, I love buffalo. I'd rather have buffalo than cow. Buffalo. Really? Yeah. You don't mind the game? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I love the tang it. in the game. I don't. <laughs> I like, oh God. I do not like go. that. Lord above. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Nope. <laughs> she just. She just. She just I'm conjured the Lord. She conjured the Lord. <laughs> I'm praying. Into Patty's Playhouse. That is hilarious. Well, this is Patty's Playhouse. So we talk real estate for three segments. And then we talk liquor for the fourth and kind of make it fun. We try to make it fun when you're learning a little bit. 850-656-0009. We do spy. We do help people buy, sell, invest. Scott does staging. You don't want me to do your staging. But I appraise. So I can let you know how much you can put in the house. And Before I can make it's it look too good. much, right? Uh, you should come to my house, right? Yeah, it's important. Like a friend of mine called and said, "Hey, Patty, should I put granite in my kitchen?" Oh, and I said, well, "Let's take a look." Good for and you. And so we checked, and everything else had sold had laminate in the countertops. Granite wasn't necessary. Interesting. So we checked. Before and then they can make their own decision. I just feel better first that he called and asked, Why and should... second that I was able to give the insight into what what works and what doesn't work to sell the house. It wasn't necessary, so I should have you over to my house. You should. Why do you have laminate? Do you have laminate? No, no. <laughs> no uh, but I'm we're refurbishing, and I oh, should yeah. say, hey, you know, it helped me make some decisions. I you know, I, people I think, call yeah. the builder, they call the contractor, they call. But what what's the end going to look like? The before now, yeah. what's it worth, and what will it be worth after I do my renovations? And it's it's at least good to know that even if you know you choose to do it, right, right, it's for your enjoyment. Yeah, if it is, then you know that you're going above. Right, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, like I have a really expensive. <laughs> Apparently, I invoked, I invoked the Lord uh, and he, once he, again. He, he conjured the Lord when we were talking about few, moist salmon. A few yeah. seconds later, but he let his displeasure Dude, well, known at our I have a conversation. Really, I have a really expensive front door. Not really yeah. expensive, but more expensive than the other doors yeah. in my neighborhood. But I do that on purpose. Right. And I, it, it, you just know that I'm never going to get the money back, but I enjoy it. Right. Exactly. And I so think that's a thing So just give an educated choice. Right. Yes. It's a good, you know. Yeah, so I, I drank, I went to Central E, which <laughs> everyone else knows is Centrally. But when Angus was our producer, I always called it Central E because he worked there. Because I thought it was strange that it was Central E. Which is for the table's place. Centrally? Centrally. But I call it Central E, right? I still call it Central E. You do? I did I too. I went in and I was like, table for two, Central E. So we went before the game on Saturday. And I had the Florida Cracker Cigar City Brewing beer. And they had it on draft, which I really, if I'm going to go out, I'm only going to buy a draft. I'm not buying a bottle. That makes sense. And they call it packaged. They didn't call it a bottle. Interesting. I was like. Oh, yeah. please. It's a bottle. <laughs> it's a bottle. Chris had a bottle. I forget what he got. I don't remember what he got. So but you- I got the, he got the Blondale or, or 30A. He got a can. He was 30A Blondale. And I had the Cigar City Brewing, which was really good. Yeah. It's a Belgian wit beer. Mm. 
Only five and a half percent of alcohol by volume, which if you know me for more second, I really don't like to have a beer that has less than eight percent because there's really no point. There's really no point. <laughs> it's a lot of calories and no buzz, right. and I just don't because I'm not going to sit and drink two and or three beers. And I don't beers. subscribe to that. No, I do it's not. Just, it's, a, it's yeah. I don't. If I'd have known, I probably wouldn't have ordered it. I probably would have gone a little higher. But I wanted to try it because I hadn't had it, and I like to talk about beer on the show. But it pours cloudy straw. I. When I see straw and pores, I'm thinking of urine as a nurse. I, I go back in my head. Golly, like straw-colored urine. Like yeah. nobody really wants that in their beer. No. But I didn't notice that straw color. Straw color moderated because it's milky. Nobody wants that. Um, <laughs> orange peel, Whoever coriander. made this beer is not happy. Right. Yeah. Sure no, no, no. Sense. It wasn't like that. Oh. My beer was not like that. Okay. So I don't know if out of a can it's a different color versus yeah. a draft. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But mine was not straw colored because that would have turned me off. Uh, hint of vanilla. I didn't taste any of that. I taste citrus, and it was really good. Cool. And, and what'd you pair cheap. it with? I had um, their meatballs. Oh. Which. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> they choice. They were excellent. I would have gone with red wine with that one. No, yeah. I, it was before the game. So we uh, had, we ordered one of their 12 by 12 pizzas. Yeah. Just cheese, because, you know, that's all I really like. And then their meatballs. It was really good. You know what my husband would, he makes pizza and spaghetti and all that sort of thing. Anything that's got tomatoes and any cheese that kind of stuff i am immediately drawn to a heavy red i i it's, it's, i have to have it that's because you're more cultured than i am. i know I'm, I'm, <laughs> i don't know about that but yeah but, I think you're but that's that's what happens i don't think i've ever had a heavy red in my life oh you're missing something and with steak for instance doesn't it give you a headache heck no no <laughs> it doesn't no but i don't drink a lot of heavy red but on occasion i will no, like, I'm, have I'm, a cabernet or something that is uh you now got a, deep. a former politician to talk about their drinking habits, but <laughs> I, which is good. That's good. But um, I will often say, "Give me the heaviest red you have," and I and I. So it's like a wine shake. Yeah, you like that? I do. If mm. it's got sediment She's, and all that sort of. Mm. Oh. Yummy, yummy, yum, 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 yum. Well, I don't even like straw-colored beer. Yeah. So there you go. I'm not like in the heavy beer, but I do like a brown beer. I, I do too. Like What's that brown beer I like? It's from England. Know. Oh. Um, Newcastle. Yeah. I love, I love it. I'm a this new is counselor. Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, appraisals.